So I started noon when we started to go exercising. And I remember I was on red and say, what is stopping you from going out for a jog right now? Mm-hmm. And I have to say, uh, one is hot as hell. Yeah. Uh, two, I'm almost halfway done eating this big ass Danish. And three, mm-hmm. I don't need that extra stuff. <laughs> my excuse is that I just washed my hair. And <laughs> black people, especially black women, we don't wash our hair that often because we like ourselves. <laughs> yes, and it gets drying with me with my kinky hair. I usually try to concentrate on the scalp mm-hmm. or else can get hella dry. Indeed. Um, yeah, no, I don't have. The only thing that happened like this week was that I was with my little cousins yesterday and they're like two and like four. And I got in there and the littlest one is a girl. And I'm like, hey, like I said her name, like, hey, girl. And she just like, she ignored me. Like I wasn't (laughs) even there. Like she was just playing with the toys and she was like, "Mm, girl, what? Oh, okay, hey. Yeah. But then the boy, like, I guess heard me come like in there at one point. He came down, he's like, hello. <laughs> and I was like, hey. <laughs> and he just came up to me. He hugged me. And I was like, okay, get it. At least one of these children like me. Um, and then, of course, the little two-year-old was in everything. And at one point, she opens the pantry. And I'm like, hey, get out of there. And so I told her, I'm like, are you going to cook? And she's like, no and i'm like well then you need to close that the only people who are going to cook need to be in the pantry and when i tell you that girl closed the pantry door so quick i was like all right little heifer she said she wasn't cooking (laughs) (laughs) oh my god moral of the story is don't have kids if you're not prepared to them for them to be this smart um Welcome back to Conversational Millennials. I'm Nikki Alley. And I'm Belle Mars. And today is the I don't dream of labor discussion <laughs> that right. so many people have been having on all the social platforms. But before that, we have to play yay or nay. Yay! Yay! <laughs> the news quiz. The news quiz. All right. I'm gonna start off real heavy, so apologies. Um, trigger warning for people who have ever dealt with sexual abuse. Um, Prince Andrew's being sued for sexual abuse by another of Jeffrey Epstein's victims. I believe her name is Virginia Guffrey. I think I said that wrong. Um, uh, further just destroying people's illusions of the British monarchy as they know it. Um, <laughs> So uh, basically the accusations took place when the victim was under the age of 18. From what I read, she essentially was taken to, to uh, a hotel in like the UK, like she was shipped over there or no, not that, I'm sorry. It was- Ghislaine Maxwell's house, I believe. Yeah, the, his associate's house, the woman who's taken to her house. And like, even though like, Prince Andrew was supposedly told that she was 17. She was a sex trafficking victim. He still had sexual misconduct with her. So she's now filing a lawsuit in New York for those actions. Um, My question is not whether or not you believe her because I wholeheartedly believe that this man probably had sexual misconduct with this woman. 
what I'm asking is, do you think it's going to be a similar case to what we've seen with like Kavanaugh, where somebody decades later has brought forward a case from when they were, you know, a teen and are now trying to, you know, basically discredit a very large, in a lot of people's eyes, discredit a celebrity like figure? Well, that's a good question. I mean, I'm pretty sure somehow Pierce Morgan's going to turn it on Meghan Markle somehow. Oh my god! <laughs> um, but they, but I think it's going to be a little bit tricky because I guess we never went after a royal, and that's such scandal. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking they couldn't talk now, but then everything's open with Jeffrey Epstein. So I'm just thinking the why the the secrets hidden in the dark will now come to light. Right. So right. I am curious to see how it goes. I am pessimistic that I probably not going to do much because, you know, royalty and diplomatic, diplomatic immunity. Mm-hmm. But I do hope something he does get some form of justice because I know Prince Charles personally uh, wants to limit the monarchy. So he wants to cut people down, mm-hmm. which also gives way to what Meghan Markle said that they her children didn't get any protection from the crown because, you know, Prince Charles wanted to just cut down on the monarchy. Mm-hmm. So he, I'm pretty sure he might just like kick out uh, Prince Andrew if the queen uh, passes away, but I'm pretty sure she won't. But yeah. <laughs> Immortal. <laughs> Listen, that's a good point. Um, And that's a good like distinction between the case with Kavanaugh and the case now is that like everybody pretty much is aware of Jeffrey Epstein and his like, you know, his ways and that he had like a relationship with the British monarchy. So this isn't really coming out of nowhere. Like, I think a lot of people like to say that the Kavanaugh case came out of nowhere. They're like, oh, you literally just brought it up because now he's going to be a Supreme Court justice and blah, 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 blah. So like, I think, and then it's, but I think the other distinction that would be in their favor. I think the other distinction that is not in their favor is that it's you're literally talking about 20 something plus years later and you're talking about someone who has been pretty much in this position his entire life. Mm-hmm. like and the likelihood and the british of course like the british monarchy protect their own. I mean, you have a good like point with Charles, but like is uh is elizabeth gonna do anything about her son i don't know i don't think so i'm not yeah they just punish him by making sure he doesn't represent the british monarchy but let's talk about Meghan markle and see what she did right yeah like there's i feel like there's gonna be a lot of just like diversion like oh well he did this but what about this other person because you know they have a like a tight grip on the uh the paparazzi and the media and so it's just going to be like maybe publicly it'll seem like he's been shamed and he's been like you know like dealt with but like privately are we really like going to sit up here and act like this man is not going to sit up here and live in the comforts of you know his own home or a nice cushiony jail cell if he even goes to jail which i doubt it like it's just so it it may be a little different, but again, like you're going after a more powerful figure than what we saw with Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh was essentially kind of a nobody. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like if a nobody can get away with something that happened so many plus years ago, um, a, a prince probably will be able to too. But I'm going to hold out hope that like something good comes of this. 
Um, hopefully the victim in question, um, gets some sort of like closure. She feels like she gets some sense of justice, even if it's not nearly enough. So yeah, that was announced on Monday. So that was buzzing around Twitter on Monday. Um, this is a terrible segue. Um, but Sony, (laughs) we have a tone problem, (laughs) right? Like we're all over here, like somber, somber. Anyway, Sony acquired Crunchyroll (laughs) earlier this week for like a billion dollars or something from AT&T and are hoping to create like a more unified, you know, platform and experience and blah, blah, blah. This, my question is to like, you know, lighten the mood. Do you feel like this, the crunchy roll would be better or worse after this acquisition? I think it might be better because now it has like a wider audience to reach anime to. So I'm excited for that because I enjoy watching Crunchyroll because I know like a lot of companies are trying to take up the small apps mm-hmm. similar to like DC Nation being bought up by uh, HBO and mm-hmm. a lot of the other stuff being bought about the well, by bigger companies and you know with traditional cable dying not everyone wants to just tune on to whatever show it is like okay I missed the episode just watch it like 12 hours later on, on my convenience so I think it might be better for anime Especially like dub versus subs. Right. I've seen both sides to it, so. Indeed. Um, yeah, I think this might be... Um, now, I'm going to tell you this right now. I had no idea that Sony owned Funimation and that AT&T even owned Crunchyroll. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to let you know that right now. I was like, what? So I can't say that like this news really hit me like, oh, yes, I'm so excited. But, but I will say I'm like, Sony has other properties um again like i don't even know what at&t was doing with it i haven't watched crunchyroll in like a hot second yeah sorry (laughs) for like but i'm like maybe i'll revisit it um but i don't really have an opinion on it yet i feel like i'll just have to see when i go back i kind of want to know how long at&t has even owned crunchyroll or did they own it when i was watching it like back in like you know the high school college days are like, was this recent? Like, has it fallen off? I feel like I need more background to this, but I'll look at the platform. I'll see how they do to make my determination. But um, right. we'll see. We'll see fun. I mean, it's Funimation. How bad could it be? Um, <laughs> um, okay, next. Continuing with the high, lighthearted tone, a whole bunch of celebrities came out this week to unnecessarily tell us about their hygiene habits. <laughs> yes, that's right. The shower, the great celebrity shower debate took place this week with people, uh, white, uh, predominantly <laughs> letting us know, like uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Mila Kunis, and Ashton Kutcher, as well as I think Dax Shepard and like... Um, and also Ice Cube's wife, Ice Cube's wife Coco, and um, what's that? What what's her name? She was Veronica Mars. God damn it, I just forgot. Dax Shepard's wife, who I like better than him. I just want to make that clear. Like I like her, <laughs> Kristen Bell. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> they they all came out of the woodwork to let us know that um, they bathe 
when you know dirt is visible um and including this like just you know barrage of celebrities unnecessarily letting us know the uh leader of the fake movement black uh supremacy terry cruz also needed to let us know that you know you don't need to shower unless you sweat all right well i guess in his defense he works out probably like crazy so he probably sweats a lot he probably does sweat a lot, but still, bro, like for us normal ass people, like mm, <laughs> that's not a yeah. good look. And then I heard Dwayne The Rock Johnson take showers like three times a day. That's right. He came out with another slew of people who are like, y'all are nasty, including Jason Momoa, Chris Evans, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and uh, probably some other people that I haven't noted, but they all came out to be all like y'all are nasty we take showers um and so my question to you is um do you feel like people you want to know like just up front if somebody takes a shower or not especially a celebrity or was all of this just like you could have kept that to yourself child I mean I guess it's probably something you could have kept to yourself I mean yeah I mean technically you don't need to take a shower slash bath every day to be clean maybe every other day to be clean technically because i guess if you wash it too much uh you might pour away the natural oil from your skin you might dry it out might get more issues but then also on the other extreme don't take it enough i mean that's why we got plumbing in the first place to not you know get sick and shit that's how we get corona and the fucking plague spread into the world or the plug. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I've only seen it written. <laughs> exactly. Nobody's ever like, shut it. <laughs> Plague, plug, whatever you say it, um, however you say it, I'm not sure. Well, I don't care really. But yes, that's how people get sick. I mean, it, to me, that's like something you could have kept to yourself. I mean, it was like food, but that's just personally me. I mean, that's fair. I will say this. I will sort of devil's advocate it to where like not celebrities because the likelihood of me ever being in a proximity of a celebrity for that long is not really high right now but if a normal person like just an everyday average person wants to tell me especially a person I may be like interested in hanging out with more and they just want to unnecessarily let me know that they don't shower. Great. That means I don't need to hang out with your ass because <laughs> what I'm not about to do is hang out with somebody who only showers every few days. Why? Especially in the summer. It's hot. If you live in yeah. Houston and you're not showering every day and you have access to a shower and soap, we have issues okay <laughs> we have issues don't come near me child okay because <laughs> i'm not here for it you need to take a shower damn it my mama will whip all y'all asses okay i just want to let you know that right now <laughs> she will not be allowed in her presence if she even catches a whiff of dirt on your body yeah, I mean, I guess you don't stink. That's the big, I guess, contender. I mean, unless it's like a genetic thing where it's like, okay, I'm taking medication that made me stink. And mm -hmm. I don't know. But I'm just saying, y'all, if you have control over it, you need to be taking a shower because you can't get your ass. Listen, especially for black people, you can't get your ass in my bed with your outside clothes and your outside body. How <laughs> dare you? Don't sit that on my outside smell. Exactly. Don't sit on my furniture with your outside smell. Nothing. You better take a bath. <laughs> or you try to climb your ass into any piece of furniture I have. God damn it. Oh, 
I'm about to be like them elderly people and just put plastic on my goddamn furniture because you over here and you don't want to take a goddamn bath with some soap and don't an actual bath. I'm not talking about a whole bath or a monkey bath or whatever the hell you want to call it. We yeah, I mean, where I come from, we call them cowboy bath where you just kind of, you know, do the pits, mm-hmm. the groin, the butt. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your whole damn body. Don't be like those people who just wash their hair and they're like, the soap will run down. No, damn it. It's not how you wash. Okay. <laughs> God, <laughs> like, it's like we came over here and we taught you people how to bathe and you just ignored that shit. What the fuck? We did not give all that effort for y'all to just be all like, I just let that soap run down my body. That doesn't work that way, girl. Sound dumb. <laughs> sound dumb oh my god anyway moving on um (laughs) another lighthearted topic a debate on social media earlier this week asked the titular question who would win in a fight waffle house or ihop oh that is a good question Mm -hmm. i mean for me waffle house (laughs) a lot of people said that please give your reasoning i mean with waffle house it's kind of like no matter what there's like a probably a man behind the counter that just came out of jail making parole mm-hmm. and thing is there's something known as the waffle house i guess policy mm-hmm. in which anytime and like disaster events if a waffle house is open that, det- that determines how bad things are in your neighborhood and i just had ihop this morning uh advertisement please pay for this podcast either yeah. one of you were happy either one of you yeah i'm a cheap bitch <laughs> that's right i would like to go to ihop just for life yes. free um but uh yeah i have to go with waffle house because i mean i do love pancakes and there's more options at ihop but i guess waffle house is always reliable mm-hmm. um no matter where you go there's the same standard and it's safer yeah so i i mean well both have options but i have to go with waffle house i'm gonna say this Waffle House seems like, I mean, as as Bill Marsh described it, Waffle House seems like a place where, you know, they hire um, released felons, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but, you know, they were in jail. They could probably beat your ass. Um, so, like, I feel like the personification of Wa- Waffle House is just, like, you know, that guy you don't mess with that you see on the street, like, who just has- Yeah, but he has a heart of gold and he makes him yeah. good at it. And that's what I'm saying. He's just bulging muscles and like, and you don't bother him except to say, hey, Tyrone, and then you keep walking. But like, he has, you know, wife beater on and he looks like, you know, he may have shanked somebody for like, you know, just doing the wrong thing. But he turned his life around with God. That's or right. I, well, most likely God, because he most probably won't be handling pork. That's right, exactly. And like, I feel like IHOP is the personification of that goofy ass neighbor that you have <laughs> like, who keeps trying to have an identity crisis. They keep trying to change themselves like every like so often, like they're about the money and you're like, I don't know if I trust you. You kind of seem like a pyramid scheme sometimes. But yeah, because you, you remember when they changed the IHOP? Waffle House never had to change themselves. That's right. They were consistent. IHOP was over here like, let's rebrand. And it's like, girl, why? Pancakes are fine. <laughs> and to be and to just just add on to it ihop don't even just have pancakes they have burgers they have like they do have they? french toast they also have like chicken and pancakes because mm-hmm. i also love chicken and waffles i do as well but i'm just saying like 
all right, Hoff, I'm side-eyeing you. I'm not trusting you because I feel like you'll come up to me and ask me for a loan of like $5,000. And then you'll try to like, do like finesse something to make me believe that I should give you this money. And so I'm going with Waffle House because even though I feel like if he hugged me too hard, he could crush my insides. That's a nice way to die. So... <laughs> So instead of being going to jail because I was a part of some sort of white collar crime, like I, I, uh, that's what I'm gonna go with. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, two new hosts have been picked for Jeopardy. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Flavorless white man I've never heard of, Mike Richards and Amy Farrah Fowler slash Blossom Mayim Bylet. I said her name wrong. Hmm. Um. <laughs> Her, upsetting the entire internet, including Ava DuVernay, who tweeted Wednesday that she had an urge to make a show that would go uh, worldwide and have LeVar Burton be the host, to which we were all super cool with. Um, <laughs> and he said, check your DMs. <laughs> um, this is obviously a travesty that like, you know, uh, LeVar Burton was not chosen because hello, everybody wanted LeVar Burton, um, ev but everything was stacked against him. He had to compete with the Olympics child. Like, how are you supposed yeah. to do that? I um, mean, and consider the Olympics this year has like the lowest ratings. Of course, some people on the conservative circle say, oh, because they're all woke. I'm thinking, no, because the service sucks. Because if I wanted to watch, let's say, gymnastics, they always put it on the Americans. I mean, don't get me wrong. We kick ass in, like, American gymnastics. But if I want to see what Germany is doing, I couldn't see it. Right. I could not. I was like, that's what I felt like, too. Like, when they were doing the men's, the only teams that I ever saw in, like, any event was China, sometimes Japan. Right. Russia. <laughs> or what did they call him? The 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 Russian gymnastics. Olympics. Yeah, Russian um international uh Russian Olympic Committee, I think. Yeah, Russian, Russian Olympic, Olympic Committee, where it's technically not Russian. I'm thinking just kind of state Russia off and just put a new paint. I mean, right. if anything, they should give them like cards for kids as a theme song. Right. Like it's like, girl, you're still Russia. So it's only like China, Russia, sometimes Japan, because they were the host country. And like any other random European like country that they felt like was pretty good. And then Jamaica for running. <laughs> Jamaica. <laughs> Which I'm not mad about. Good go Jamaica. Oh, yeah, West like, Indians fucking rule with sprinting. That's what I'm saying. Like, but like, yeah, he had to continue with the Olympics, which wasn't a good thing for him. Like, it, he came on at a weird time every day. So like, I was just all like, y'all set him up to, to do him dirty. But that's not the question. He was robbed. My question is, there was a lot of um, expose articles coming out after Blossom, uh, Mayhem. I'm just going to call her Blossom because I can't say that girl's name, right? I'm so sorry, girl. So sorry. Yeah. I can't say your name. Um... A lot of like expose articles coming out claiming that she was anti-vax and that she had also made fun of Harvey Weinstein's former, well, not former, Harvey Weinstein's victims. Um, to which she had, when I looked into like the articles of her and the anti-vax claims, she had pretty much several times kind of made it clear that she was not anti-vax because people were kind of taking her comment, I guess, about her making a conscious decision not to vaccinate her children, like way, 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 like a couple of years ago, like right. totally out of context to say that she was completely anti-vax. I don't know why she decided not to vaccinate her children at that point. She has now, she claims. So I guess the question here is like, why do people, she, is the, it's like, do you feel like it's worth it 
for people to kind of do these expose things when people after the decision is made rather than while you know um the whole process is going on because this has happened more than once you know what i'm saying like yeah i mean i know she got some um some heat because i also know that she also wrote like an op-ed article about how slut lots are not empowering and something mm -hmm. like that and i think she also breastfed her child till he's like four or five years old but i'm just thinking okay so a little bit I don't let feel, but I'm just thinking they probably just took this opportunity that okay, she's more gets more exposure, so probably just exposed more part of her life. And I'm guessing yes, that people do change over time. Mm -hmm. um, that maybe she was anti-vax because I know the first celebrity anti-vax movement probably started out because a fall study about autism mm -hmm. and you know children with autism, and I think a lot of celebrities even though he was disgraced, I think lost his medical license or whatever. Uh, a lot of celebrities took it upon themselves, start playing the flames of like uh, autism caused or is caused by vaccines, mm -hmm. which honestly it isn't true. But I think a lot of celebrities also jump on that bandwagon too. I remember Bill Maher at the time was mentioning how like uh kind of like anti-science on the left and the right are different mm -hmm. like on the left wing typical liberal circles that anti-science was like anti-vaccine and on the right is like anti-climate change I mean it changed a bit I mean there is still some anti-vax so I mean she part like any good scientist and or anyone with new information she changed her opinion on it and like okay I felt like this before but then with new information it changed right. so i'm just thinking they probably just taking this moment like okay a lot of backlash i mean some people probably jumping on the backlash of lavar bird not getting selected to like probably slap her down yeah. or probably their like legitimate criticisms of like ma'am well of amy fairfowl's actress mm -hmm. <laughs> amy fairfowl's actress um yeah no i I want to say this really quick about that autism debate thing. Somebody said this, and I never thought about this before, but it's like for all the people who are like, oh, I don't want my kid to get autism mm -hmm. and things like that, they put it in this perspective of, perspective of like, why do you feel like autism is a, like a disease of some sort? Or right. like it's a it's a death sentence or a death sentence. Yeah, it doesn't always it doesn't have to be put in this negative light. Like, yes, your life will be a little bit harder in raising these children because they're not neuro um they're not divergent. Neuro, yeah, they're neurodivergent and they're not, you know, I don't even want to say normal because hell, like at this point, like kids are being born with like ADD, ADHD, all sorts of neurodivergent, like yeah, like you know, uh uh symptoms but like my whole thing like i mean their whole thing was just like you know you don't have to like kind of put it in this negative light it doesn't always have to be a bad thing yes it's gonna yeah. be kind of difficult for you but the more you advocate for people with autism or people on the spectrum the the easier it gets for people to accommodate people like this and um you know the the quickly the quicker we can all come together and you know kind of uh unify and you know treat people with equity um, so that's the, that's one thing, but I, yeah, I don't know, like this stuff came out about her and I mean, again, I don't put it past anyone to do anything at this point, except, right. you know, like my loved ones or whatever. Cause I know, <laughs> I know those people. Right. But like, I don't put it past any celebrity to have said anything. So 
was I like, she was probably anti-vax? Yes. But did I go and do the research and say, oh, it seems like she's already basically discredited this. I also did that too. So it's just kind of like, I don't, do I believe that maybe she made a made fun of Harvey Weinstein's like uh, uh, victims? Possibly. I don't know. I haven't seen anything like that. But again, I don't live on the internet. So uh, like, it could be true. The, the moral is that... Um, if y'all didn't want her to be chosen, why didn't you just do it while they were trying to pick somebody? <laughs> yeah, I mean, background checks exist for a reason. And yeah, I mean, I know like a lot of people made statements and then like, for example, I say something like white people suck. So I say the statement white people suck. Some people say that's a racial statement. And then they say that statement's racist to that. I am a racist against white people. And, but fun fact, I'm 20% white. So how can I hate white people? That's right. You touch your percentage of people's <laughs> face, Belmars. <laughs> so I guess kind of like certain, like, I guess, situations, especially on the internet, since things have evolved so fast, just kind of like it's devoid of meaning. So kind of like, okay, you made a comment or dumb joke and then that dumb joke like okay this kind of a sexist comment to that person sexist and then it just or the original content just takes uh just loses its meaning yeah it just takes a nosedive um yeah i just feel like i just feel like um especially it would have been one thing because people did also come out about mike richardson trying to say like oh he's had a pregnancy discrimination when he was on the prices right and this that and the fourth and i'm like the only thing i have against this man is that i've never heard of him before and that he only got the job because he's an executive producer on jeopardy (laughs) like that's what i have against you and you're just another white man who's making money when we could have given an opportunity to a black person who was much better than you like it's lavar burton who doesn't love lavar i don't know anybody who dislikes of our burden like who who exists right again though he could disappoint me in some way shape or form but uh, he hasn't yet so like i'm just saying like we and but i don't feel like we need to tear down a perfectly good candidate and like she's not even gonna be they're both gonna be the host she's gonna be the host for like primetime jeopardy i guess and he's gonna be the regular host so i don't feel like we need to like totally like like gave all our energy to tearing her down when it's just kind of like i mean because if we're just judging her for her merit like okay she's a good host i mean she's funny Mm -hmm. um so i'm thinking out of merit as a host on jeopardy that'll be great right black guy i mean i probably need to watch him to probably judge him to see what (sighs) merit besides him just being executive producer right yeah but yeah, like I don't I don't think we need to I don't think we need to do this. If like especially she she's clarified her statements and she's changed her mind and she's taken accountability for them. We'll get to somebody who doesn't take accountability in a second. But first I just wanted to announce that Jamie Spears, Britney Spears' terrible father, has decided <laughs> to step down from conservatorship. And it's about damn time. Yay! Yay! There's no yay or nay for this. I just wanted to let everybody know that. Like, just because we've been talking yeah. about free Britney, Britney from- Well, he will eventually step down. It's not going to happen immediately. Not immediately. But it's a step in the right direction. Like, right. And it's a win. So we're, I'm sure all the Britney fans, it's Britney, bitch, are super excited. Yeah, um, my sister Stewie's a huge Britney fan. Because I remember back- the early 90s 2000s was huge hit me baby one more time played all the time think can we play another cd because we also have wwf cd it's like no because 
we play one theme song, like Stone Cold Steve Austin's Glass Shatters that you're going to freak out and wake up. So she played Britney Spears all through the night. <laughs> yes, Britney. Listen, gotta love Britney. Um, so we're glad about that. And the last thing I'll say, <laughs> um, uh, in a clip that circulated around on Friday the 13th, Don Cheadle was on Kevin Hart's show that I don't know the name of and I didn't know existed <laughs> until now. I was like, oh, he has a show? Further proving that this man is not going to get canceled because you're making money like 50 million different ways. Okay, shut up and sit down and make your goddamn money and leave us alone, you unaccountable <laughs> baby. Okay, but that's not what we're here to talk about, ish. Um. So Don Cheeto was talking about something and he brought up his age, which he's like 50 something. And if you've ever known anything about Don Cheeto, that shouldn't surprise you because that man has been working for like as long as I've been alive, I'm pretty sure. And so this man said his age and then Kevin Hart said, damn, like, you know, like, cause he's <laughs> ignorant and he, he is a disgrace to all black people. And um, of course, Don Cheeto looked at him and then basically called him out about it on this clip. Uh, you can watch the whole thing. I'm pretty sure on YouTube. I don't know if you've seen it, Belmars. I have um, not. I'll send it to you later. Uh, but essentially, like Don Cheeto was like, mm, why would you say that? Like, what's your problem? And like Kevin immediately was like, I didn't mean him like that. I'm sorry. Da, 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 da. And like Don Cheeto was like, uh, you did. Uh, so they went back and forth for a little bit on this clip. It was about a minute. And that was just a, a very base level overview of it. But essentially, John Cheeto was like, I'm not having your shit. Um, <laughs> you said it in a disrespectful way. You could say you didn't mean it that way, but that's not what you said. And like Kevin Hart was trying to insist that that's not what he meant. And so the, my question is, do you feel like Don took it too far that Kevin was being outrightly disrespectful? Again, that's just based on my description of the clip. <laughs> Well, I guess it's probably shock, like, damn, that I didn't know you were that old. I'm thinking, yeah. I, I mean, sometimes if I'm pretty shocked about people's age, like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking for real? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you look so young, and I'm thinking because Black don't crack, and that guy has, like, hella melanin, no disrespect. So, I mean, from the way you describe it, you're thinking, probably just no disrespect, you're thinking, like, you know, I'm 50, because look at Don Cheadle, he's 56, yes. thinking, really? So, that would probably shock me, too. So, I don't, I don't think he probably meant as the, uh, as a disrespect, because he's just amazed that you're probably that old. So, I mean, I guess Kevin Hart didn't really mean it that way. I mean, that's what I'm thinking, because if someone's like, oh, you know, I'm actually 40 or 50, I actually had, like, three kids, I'm thinking, Really? No disrespect. Wow. Um, it's surprising to me. Fair. I'll say um, I probably don't think, now I don't take up for Kevin Hart's ass because I don't like him. But like, <laughs> I, was, I will say he probably didn't mean it that way. Um, he was probably just shocked. Um, but I also will say that I don't think Don is like wrong for being like, come on, dude. Because like Kevin Hart, again, is a fucking baby. Like he's a, he doesn't take accountability for what he says, and he says a, a, the wrong thing a lot of the time, and then tries to act like. And so I feel like when it first happened, Don was just kind of exacerbated, but then like exasperated. But then Kevin kind of tried to explain it away, and I feel like it made Don feel worse. So I will say Kevin probably didn't mean it that way, but like Don Cheeto is probably like, "Bruh, I know your game. Like you do this all the time, and I'm t- I'm sick and tired of that shit." Right. And I say, listen, call Kevin's ass out. 
<laughs> even if he didn't mean that way you know what sometimes it takes and this is sad but like for men especially black men especially and i'm gonna call y'all out i don't fucking care um <laughs> for uh sometimes y'all need to be called out by another black man whom which you respect and is older than you and will offer to beat your ass for you to understand that what you do is wrong you know what i'm saying it happened with boosie badass when he went on a whose podcast did he go on to that boxer fuck what's his name mike tyson yeah he went on mike tyson's podcast and mike tyson offered to whip his ass and he finally decided to listen to somebody for five (laughs) seconds aside from his own fucking mouth and I feel like the same needs to be done for Kevin Hart. He just needs to sit down with somebody who could literally, well, I mean, anybody could take Kevin Hart in a fight. Sometimes I feel like I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he's 5'4", like, and I'm also 5'4", so. I'm just, I mean, is he stronger than me? Probably, but I have at least a good, like, five inches on him. So I feel like I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's step on him. Like, you know what I'm saying? On accident. Yes. So but, yeah, my unpopular character culture isn't real because Kevin Hart's still getting money because I think he just got a film about fatherhood that released on Netflix. So he's still making money, still making media appearances. So yeah, he may not get one or two appearances, but he still has a lot of resources and time. And I guess also friends in high places that would give him like a platform. Right. Like you, you decided to reveal your ain't shit uh, personality you did good i feel like kevin he he decided to reveal his ancient personality long after he'd already made a name for himself and so once you've done that it's very hard to dethrone somebody who has made all these connections because people don't care about that shit like you know like people in Ooh, thunder coming in Ooh, what i'm so sorry i just heard some thundering <gasps> oh it's so sunny over here girl what's happening over there i'm in the badlands <laughs> maybe it is thundering over here but like that's what i'm saying like you can't be dethroned that easily in the media once you've made all those connections if you're an acceptable black to the white media like they're gonna keep you around forever so i need you to stop crying to us like oh stop being mean to me girl nobody gives a fuck you literally make <laughs> like a million dollars every time you breathe give me a fucking break <laughs> god you're annoying um speaking of people who i need to stop holding this like this because y'all will see my real name speaking of (laughs) speaking of uh uh working too hard we're gonna get to our main topic of the day which is hustle culture and the i don't dream of labor movement okay um this is actually Belle Mars topic this week. She came up with it. Um, she sent it to me because I, again, wasn't feeling like a human being until Wednesday. And so I was, I have, I came up with a whole bunch of topics and I didn't send you any of them. <laughs> we didn't discuss that after well, this. Yeah, I was actually interested in the topic because I was watching one of my favorite YouTubers for Harriet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the whole, she made a whole video called I Don't Dream of Labor. So I thought about that for a second, because, you know, for us millennials, I guess probably need to go ahead and define it for you people who've been living under a rock. So the hashtag I don't dream of labor, like a lot of millennials and uh, Zoomers, a.k.a. Gen Z, uh, they've been working like crazy. So a lot of people have been working because we've been part of like hustle culture as in we need to get a job, we need to go get school, we need to go do this, this and this. So kind of like the I don't dream of labor movement is kind of like moving is like, okay 
okay, maybe we should, instead of just focusing on hustle, hustle, hustle till we get our dream job. I mean, why not just create our dream job now? Like we need that work-life balance. So maybe we need to take a pay cut and probably uh, work between like, let's say work three, four hours a week and uh, probably focus on other things like travel or like make your own dream job, like YouTuber, influencer. So you can have that better work-life balance. You don't have to grind yourself to death. Okay, okay. Now, see, this is the, I think this is the problem that comes with this discussion is that a lot of people have a lot of different definitions. Right. So I've seen like, I'll say this, when I first saw like this thing, this topic trending, and people talking about it, I was under the impression that, I mean, much like what you said, that people were like, I don't have a dream job. Um, my, my goal is not to like, basically, like you said, work and hustle, like with two, three, four different streams of income until I can make whatever it is I want to do, the thing I want to do, right? Um, And like, you know, they were, people were just kind of over here, like, I want a simple job that will be able to finance my life, like what you said, which is um, traveling and maybe buying the things that they want, or like, you know, like being able to get whatever lifestyle they aspire to. So I think we may have, I think they're similar, but there's like tiny minute differences in the way that people define it. And so I've seen a lot of like videos of people going, this is a dangerous movement or whatever. People our age are going like, oh, this movement is dangerous. Like you can't be anti-labor and think that you can buy Balenciaga and like Gucci, Louis Vuitton, right? You know, and stuff like that. You're basically being, especially for people on a platform, like on YouTube and stuff, you're being disingenuous to your followers telling them, oh my God, no, don't work. Um, If you want to like, you know, but like you don't go into like the, all the labor that it takes to be able to do this creative pursuit. um so I think there's some there's some merit to that so I think like I guess the I guess you've we've already kind of said how we interpreted the the don't dream of labor movement so I guess my next question would be um do you do you have like a dream job (laughs) do you have a dream job do you have a dream job and it like as a caveat to that question do you have a dream job and then like set well no I'll, I'll ask it afterwards so just answer do you have a dream job okay well yeah I mean I guess as a kid it's all continually evolved and I'm guessing one of the things that just kind of boils down to is that I want to help people and probably use my scientific knowledge to probably help people so first I thought medical school mm-hmm. uh I took the MCAT uh the longest fucking test in my life Ooh, it's, it's thundering over there <laughs> yes I mentioned the MCAT Seven and a half hours. <laughs> the Lord is not pleased. <laughs> and on top of that, it was pre-COVID, but then I realized how like disgruntled the medical system is. It's fucking draining. <laughs> and so I guess I went towards more towards industrial hygiene, which is what I'm studying towards now. Like I'm trying to work and trying to go to school. And it's the point is to keep people safe. And come into work safe, you go out of work safe and go back to your families and your friends. So I think that's kind of my dream job to make sure people are safe. So currently it's industrial hygiene. Nice, nice. Um, my dream job is 
what a conundrum. What's my dream job? I have dream jobs. You know what? No, I know what it is. It's my dream job is to be able to write my series, <laughs> to be an author. So that's my dream job. Like that's the end goal. Like that's the last job that I ever want to have. Like that's, I have a lot of other, like maybe like jobs I want to do in between, but like yeah. at the, the end goal is like that, like author of a series and I just be making money. off. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. Um, so this is the second part of my question. So it may be a little different, but um, if you took away all of what society requires for of you to be able to make a living and live, like have house food, you know, n- not live on the streets, essentially, um, then what would you be spending your time on? That could be like, and that doesn't have to be a job. That's just what would you be, what would you be doing? Okay, because if we take away, I guess, the money requirements to do any job, I guess we'll probably be acting because I always had a passion for acting but I'm guessing super assured okay no matter if you get the part in a play or a movie or a commercial that you're assured income probably be going to acting so therefore mm-hmm. no matter what okay I didn't get a job and just be an extra but I have that income I'll do what I love mm-hmm. but then also science pays the bills but I'm thinking if I can do both maybe industrial hygiene main job and then also my other job so I can probably do both maybe come and Bill Nye the science guy type figure Bill Mars the science gal indeed or science baddie I'm still working on the title and just discuss science little kids or mythbusters and blow shit up exactly I mean yeah if I took away all the requirements of living in this and like I think it's important to say like for Harriet said I didn't get to watch that whole video that you sent me I want to though I'm mad yeah. that I didn't make time for it yeah but, I love Kimberly but like she said in that um the beginning of the video that she's talking from a U.S. perspective so I feel like we need to make that clear too like I, there are a yeah. couple of people who don't live in the U.S. who live into listen to us so yeah um but I feel like if uh, I didn't have all of those caveats to be able to be able to fucking live air and like live and I said live air to be able <laughs> to live and breathe air and like you know not worry about my living situation, um, I probably would be an author or again like I, I just want to write things. Um, and I feel like I didn't really go into like the the detail that Belmars did, but like we talked about this on our passions episode, um. I want to be able to impact people's lives in a positive way, inspire them to also follow and do what they love. And also, like, I think I said this um, on the other podcast too, but like, I want to be able to like, uh, make my community better, right? right. So those are, um, and if money is the way that I, you know, have to do that, that's the way I have to do that. But that's my ultimate goal. Yeah. And um, what I find interesting, because and for Harriet, you pull out one of the clips, say like a lot of like countries that like rank high in happiness, however they, uh, how whatever, which European countries that they rank, um, that all those countries where people are happy, when you ask them, okay, where they are, they just say, oh, you know, I'm a father, I'm a cyclist, and probably the fourth thing that they talk about is like, oh, yeah, and I'm an accountant. And whereas in America, it's like kind of like, what do you do? Like, it's like the second question you ask someone in America. I mean, your name and what do you do? Not like your hobbies, like, oh, I like to play video games, or I like to write, I like to draw. It's kind of like the last thing. And even like on shows in America, 
uh, dating shows, y'all shows their name, age, and occupation. Right. It never is goes into, they don't go into, I like to take long, long walks on the beach until like, you know, they're actually talking to them individually. Like, I like to cook. You're a chef? No, I just like to cook as a passion. Right. Oh yeah, I'm a doctor. <laughs> mm. A philosophy in theater. Right. And lesbian Asian studies. It doesn't pay well. <laughs> Right. But that's a good point. And usually when people say that, like, it, like for instance, just as me, like as a side thing for me, right? My, I'll be like, oh, I like to bake. And people will be like, oh, have you ever thought of like owning a bakery? Just opening it. Like people will turn your hobbies or like things that you do to like relax and unwind or whatever. I'll be like, you should make that into a business. Yeah, like monetize it. Monetize it. Yeah. People did that all the time to me with tarot reading like I would give people tarot readings sometimes and people would be all like oh why don't you monetize it and I'm like that's not really you know what I do it for <laughs> like so I I think um I mean yeah that's where society is the United States anyway as far as you know money 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 is the the talk of the town and it's the language that yeah. everybody speaks and it's just kind of all like we don't we don't and I think that's where it came from because I can say as you know a younger millennial perhaps that like when I was coming up and uh we were it was we were starting to pick majors and you know talk about jobs and like things like that and I would tell like you know my family over and over extended in immediate like oh yeah I want to be a writer like that's all I was like I want to be a writer I want to be a writer and a lot of the times like I can say that I was told like oh like you can get a job and then you can do that on the side and then once you like you know publish or whatever and you're established like then you can make it like that's the order like get out of this house and get a job that will pay you a decent living you do your passion on the side and then, you know, like, and then you'll be able to make it. And I can say like, to this day, my parents will still send me like articles about people who are like, oh, I have like five streams of income and I was able to pay off all of my student loans. And it's like, you look at those and you know people mean well, but it's just kind of like looking at them is exhausting. Like, I don't know about you, but like looking- yeah. And I'm what like, they don't also talk like, oh, you know, I have like multiple streams of income. And also my mom gave me a house that I rent out and I just sacrifice vacation. And also it comes from family. So it also, I guess, one thing about I don't dream of labor also mm-hmm. comes from a class of privilege. Right. And that, you know, as uh, Nikki Alley and I are both like middle class. And I guess, yes, it is kind of like a privilege that we can probably talk about that I do dream of, I don't dream of labor right. movement that, okay, a lot of middle-class people especially probably did like everything right, you know, go to college, um, pay out of everything. And then the economy that our parents grew up in, it's not the same for us. Because, you know, my dad at this age was probably already on his own because he like rented a room in a hotel, worked his way through college, went to the military. You know, me, I'm a little bit older, uh, way older, still live under his house, but I'm not a bum. I pay bills. And like, I think that's the the thing that I think that like boomers have kind of saddled us with. Because if you think about it, like one of my questions was, where did hustle culture even come from in your opinion and why? And like, I'll say like this, like 
I mean, when you talk to your parents or other elder people, like in the boomer age range, and you're like, oh, where were you at? At like, is it really bad out there? Oh my God. I mean, weather. I heard some thundering, it's raining. Mm. Sorry if you pick up like the thunder in the background. I think we're good. Like, but when you talk to like your parents or a boomer, like who was an, an elder um, and you ask them like where they were at, like, you know, our age was just 27. My mom had two kids, a house, and like it only cost her now again did it take her a while to pay off that house yeah but like she had her my daddy didn't work two to more than one job my daddy worked a job he was a he went to school he, he got a business degree and he came and he like was able to just you know do, 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 like yeah. work his way up you know to where he is right now and he didn't have to do that with two three four jobs like he didn't have to hustle culture was not a thing for boomers and so it's just kind of like that's the thing that they've now sold us to make up for the fact that we can't do what they did you know what right. i'm saying like back then in the 1970s or the 80s or whatever right it's 2020 and they're like oh well if you want to be able to make it you have to have two jobs and it's like i did why <laughs> yeah, and same thing like credit cards, because my father, you know, he worked hard, he got an associate, then he got a bachelor's, went to the military, taught, and then he went to the government, got paid, worked his way up with just a bachelor, since he has like a, a hell of a lot of experience, one of the reasons why he got American citizenship, it's harder now, mm -hmm. and he said, oh yeah, you don't need a credit card, because you know, like the credit union didn't, didn't get developed develop until like 1989, mm -hmm. so you didn't need like a credit score to like buy anything, and my dad's like, you don't need to buy, get a credit score for anything, but then now you can't do shit without a credit score, like if I want to get a new car, I'm gonna need a credit score, mm -hmm. if I'm gonna need a new, like my first apartment or house you're gonna need credit score because you can't just use like an underwriter so i know he means wealth like dave ramsey and yes that some of his money saving takes is good it doesn't always apply to me right. so he's very old school well dave ramsey and also my dad my dad is coming around to realize okay you are going to need a credit score and like everything and my dad was able to build the wonderful house that we live in and raised and also pay for my brother and i's college but mm -hmm. It's hard out in these streets, yo. It's hard. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, um, yeah, I just feel like hustle culture was something that, you know, and I'll say it like, I feel like hustle culture was something that was sold to us by um, the boomers who basically said, us up for failure right like they like, don't be too lazy so i'm thinking if you're not making money if you're not working so kind of said like you always have to make money so mm -hmm. kind of like okay you need multiple streams of income you need that hustle culture it just means because you're too lazy so mm -hmm. you work just you go you go to school full-time you work full-time then you also have a hustle full-time it, it, it gets exhausting so yeah. i think they sold us this hustle culture is the ways of like don't be lazy and lift yourself by the bootstraps which is a very problematic uh view on life right instead of just like like i know and i and i that's why when i first heard, heard of this i don't dream of labor thing and i saw the definition of as i want to be able to have a simple job that like can finance me going to on a trip like every right. like couple of months or whatever or i want to be able to like you know buy a birkin bag like a, a like you know occasionally yeah. for myself and or whatever good work-life balance so right. i don't always live at work and like 
leave work at work and go and leave and just go to home and just stay home. Right. And I wholeheartedly believe that. I don't want to come back from a nine to five job and then go, okay, like, let me crack my knuckles and like give myself a, a migraine tonight because like I have to get this done, you know? And I think the, um, I think this goes into the next question I have, which is basically like, have you seen any videos that with people like disagreeing? Because honestly, like, like I said earlier, I saw a lot of younger people disagreeing in that they kind of have this mentality. And I don't know, like, again, I feel like there are Zoomers and like younger millennials who are taking it to mean like, oh, I want to be able to have a creative passion and that I do and I won't have to have a nine to five job and also have the life that I want. Um, I And I've seen a lot of videos where people are like, that's problematic. And I'm like, I think that I think it's problematic in the way that they're describing it because like labor in far as far as creative creative like pursuits are not any easier than a nine to five I think I said that on the passions one it's harder because again like the market is oversaturated Mm -hmm. um you're gonna find 50 11 other people that probably do what you do and you have to be able to differentiate yourself somehow either by lower pricing or this is all economics talk like this is just like you take a business course and you'll be able to understand like how this works but I think it's disingenuous to come on to something and say that like creative labor is passive income that's not passive like you have to put in thought to that like you know, like videos, you have to put in editing, you have to figure out trends, you have to figure out is what I'm going to do going to be more popular than I think it is like you will fall on your face like occasionally and be all like this was not a good idea like nobody likes it. Or you might not get a recognition until far after you put this out. And so it's like, there's, there's, there's no stability with a creative pursuit like there is with a nine to five job where you can put in the bare minimum and you can get out like you can get out like money for your labor. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know. I, I just feel like the whole entire thing is very like people are interpreting in different ways. And I feel like I like the way that I saw it on I wish I knew I'm gonna look it up like because when I looked it up on Google the first like thing that I found basically was giving an interpretation of it that I really liked in that it's like to me it's just like I want to be able to have a simple job because not everybody like again not everybody has a dream job like they don't have like they don't say to themselves like I want to build a business empire or I want to be an entrepreneur, or I want to be this, like, sometimes they just want to be able to go to work. Yeah, I mean, not everyone wants to be like the boss and thinking, okay, I'm just happy to just do my little part in the big machine, and then just clock out. And because I guess being a boss is exhausting. So like, take for example, like, I like to cook, like I like to bake from time to time. So I'm thinking if I want to be a baker, that's a lot of fucking energy. Because like, even though bakeries are open, probably from like, 
eight to seven, I have to be there at 2 a.m. to like bake everything and then I have to do fulfill orders. And it's a lot, it takes a lot more to run a baking than just, you know, haha, I'm passionate about it. Just cook some cookies and muffins and other stuff in the oven because you have to be there you have to order supplies. You have to go market yourself. Because I think a good thing about, I guess, a, I don't dream a labor movement or if you want to do creative passion is that you need to know how to market yourself. Do you know, listen, I can speak from a marketing perspective. Do you know how fucking hard it is to market yourself? Like, it's hard enough to market a company who has rules and branding and like certain colors and they've all established that. You just have to follow them and come up with a few like creative ideas like that are a little different. When you only have yourself and you have to market yourself, you have to, it's like, because you can't, people want to be genuine, but you basically have to create a whole separate identity. Like, who right. is this person? Who am I talking to? Who, like, what is, what, what do the people who I'm talking to want? Like, how do I mesh that with who I am as a creator? Like, the, there are a lot of things that you have to think about and a lot of things that you have to, like, design around like this whole identity you created and it's not <laughs> easy it's why I don't do it like I don't market myself on social media because I already have to do it in real life for a company <laughs> and that shit is exhausting okay like I'm constantly like I'm constantly asking can I say this like for instance I work for a government there are for certain things I can't say I can't right. celebrate any I can't celebrate any um holidays like like lgbtq rights i can't celebrate that i can't talk about it oh um, yeah the hatch act yeah i can't yeah. talk about because i work for the government i can't do that i can't talk about black lives matter because that also doesn't look that great i can't talk there are certain things that you can't do now of course it's not like this for every company but you have rules and so it's right. exhausting to be able to try to navigate like that with a company by yourself it's even fucking worse <laughs> So I'm just saying like, yeah, the it's, I don't think the movement is as bad as, oh, I'm so freaking hot. It's because of the shirt y'all, but my <laughs> shirt is cute. It says black queen. Cause I am. That's actually what our, our new art is based off of the shirt. Um, I'm wearing this shirt today. Yay. Um, but yeah, I don't, I think, okay, this is a good segue from that question is when you dream of your future, like, like, don't even think of it in terms of career, like not anything specific, but when you go as far into your future as you dare to look, like, what do you see? Like, what does your mind keep coming back to? Well, that's a good question. Cause I'm guessing just a lot of things I consider like, okay, if I have kids, I want to make sure I'm financially stable for my kids and my kids will grow up, uh, get to play with the grandchildren and I get to re uh, retire by like 60 so I can get to spend more time my grandkids. Uh, I just get to enjoy life and just do whatever since, you know, already grind away my young years. So just enjoy retirement. I will hopefully will have insurance. Um, that's a good question, I guess, down the line, probably recycle, mm -hmm. uh, retire, probably someplace tropical. Mm -hmm. I thought about Florida, but then Florida sucks so much ass. <laughs> but I do have a lot of family in there, so probably need to hit them up like Disney discounts. So 
I guess that's a good question. I haven't really thought about it down the line, but I do want to make sure that, okay, I'm able to do whatever I'm able to do. Um, probably do something crazy. I don't know, like dye my hair pink. Cause I'm thinking, fuck your rules. I'm an old ass lady. What y'all going to do? Yeah. Respectable. I'm thinking I already been respectable. I mean, fuck you going to do maybe murder a guy. I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. For me, like the image that my brain keeps coming back to, like as far as I go, I don't really know what age this is, but like I keep coming back to the image of me being able to like be at home for the most part, right. like writing Oh, <laughs> and like just being able to spend time with my family and my loved ones because that's like really and my kids especially listen right. there's no future that I've ever like envisioned where I don't have kids in it mm. like last week when we were talking about weddings and stuff the reason that I never like dreamed of weddings because I was too busy dreaming about kids y'all like I've been <laughs> wanting kids since I knew I could have kids okay <laughs> I don't know what to tell you um not to encourage everybody to do that but that's just me like I love children even though sometimes I want to pop their little heads off uh, <laughs> but yeah for me like it's being able to just like spend time with my kids being there in their lives while also getting to you know write write my novels be at home for the most part like maybe like occasionally like I'll go out and do something else like I said I have a lot of little tiny dreams um but like for the most part that's where I see myself like just being able to be at home with my kids maybe there's a husband or a wife in there somewhere <laughs> also comes back and is also with their kids because I want them to be involved. But like, yeah, like I want them to, our kids, I should say our, not their, our kids, because I want them to be involved. And yeah, that's where my dream is um, at this moment. Now, again, that could change. I don't know. That's probably, that's been like kind of my, in my mind's eye for years though. So I don't see it going anywhere, honestly. But yeah, that's my, I feel like that's a good question to ask yourself. Instead of being like, what's your dream job? Even for you people who are like really labor intensive and you're like, but labor, like, yes, I know, girl, you've been yeah. <laughs> keyed in on the idea of labor and like working like for your whole life. But I think you should ask yourself because it's only fair. What does the dream look like? Not job, not like husband, not situation, not anything specific, just when you close your eyes and you're like future, like what do you see? Yeah, like a snapshot of the future. Mm -hmm. That's what I think people should focus on. So the last thing that I want to kind of ask, which this is real out of order, but like, do you think the conversation that we're having like about people not dreaming of labor, do you think it excludes certain people? like class based on class or race gender ableism da, 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 da. yeah i think it probably does exclude some like the lower classes because mm -hmm. i remember i was watching the four harriet video and she said when she like dropped out of college uh, uh temporarily because she was going to harvard and then she mm -hmm. dropped out mm -hmm. uh well she was actually on hiatus so she went back to oklahoma and she was folding shirts and then she she was like at uh abercrombie and finch making like ten dollars an hour and there's a lot of like latina and poor black women that are folding who honestly wish to have like that sort of humdrum lifestyle of like 
pushing papers and like having that stable lifestyle mm-hmm. and like be able to just go to college. And that was like a wake up call to her and thinking, wow, I have a great opportunity and a great shot. I better not fuck it up. So, and I also look at like my personal life with, with my significant other's mom, you know, working like a labor job. Uh, I'm not sure what you're going to do afterwards, whereas I have, I have a little bit more privilege, you know, to like ponder what does my dream job look like. So mm-hmm. it is, I think it does exclude like lower classes and it's kind of like mid or middle and upper class who do have like that luxury of like, okay, I don't, I could probably go out and look at other ventures. Because, mm-hmm. you know, already if you were like lower class, you're already in a hustle culture, probably like, I'm going to go to community college, I'm going to go study, do a lot of things because, you know, success in life, most especially in the US, mm-hmm. is not really a meritocracy. It's more about, you know, hard work and just being at the right place at the right time and also knowing the right people. Oh, yeah, let's not let's not kid ourselves about that. I the only reason I am where I am in marketing today is because I knew someone like I knew I un I didn't even know I inadvertently knew the vice president of a company and she just like basically gave me a position on a silver platter I'll admit that <laughs> I know yeah I'm- and I admit that I don't have student loans because you know my father both faith my brother and I is off I mean and I'm better off than most millennials <laughs> So I'll, I think I have a head start in that area because, you know, my father did work hard and of course, and I guess it's also generational since that generational wealth that my father earned working gets passed on to my brother and I. So, and I'm guessing with like that rules of capitalism. So therefore I should be a millionaire and then my kid's going to be a billionaire and we have to continue down the cycle. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, but I mean- yeah, I think I think as far as the exclusion, you have to look at obviously social socioeconomically, like with class and also and like race. And that <laughs> yes, race plus play a big factor in that because let's be real here. While yes, there are some white people who are living in trailer farms and they, you know, like more the majority of people who are poor are people of color. Okay. Like, um, let's be real about it. So um And then I feel like gender may play a part again, like, especially for if you're, it's intersectionally though, I feel like with gender, because if you're a black woman, you're at a way more, you're way more disadvantaged than other people. And I feel like this does feel like if you're a black woman, it does feel like a privilege, like to be able to be like, oh my God, I wish that one day I could take the stance of, I don't want to be dreaming of labor. You know what I'm saying? And like, even uh, let's be real here though. Like we were not, we're middle-class and we right. were raised to think that way either, not to dream of labor. Like my parents made it very clear what kind of grades I was supposed to get, mm-hmm. what kind of work I had to put in to be able to be of value in society as like the rest of the, the norm, which is white people or whatever, the norm and like what you call it, you know, they can make a C, but you can't, right? Always heard that shit. Don't you come here with no C's. You can't make C's. You're not a mediocre ass student. My mom was telling me stories the other day about how like I was making C's, I think in math or something like, and she went to talk to the teacher and the teacher like, well, what's the big deal? My daughter makes C's. And she was like, your daughter's a mediocre student. Mine is not. 
<laughs> and I was like, well, shit, mama. <laughs> but yes. like, I mean, we weren't, we weren't raised to not think that labor is the goal. Like I was raised to be all like, not to even think you're thinking about school, you're thinking about college, you're thinking about getting a job. And then you can worry about all the other, other shit, like love and, you know, marriage or yeah. like vacations and all that shit. Like you can worry about that when you get money. Okay. Like <laughs> money, <laughs> like, I, like, but like, it's not, we, we were not like, hell sometimes I know I'm not but like I know I'm not you know in that position I was very uh um privileged to be where I am with my parents and what they made but like I like hell sometimes I'm like shit are we like poor like are (laughs) yeah because I'm thinking also at the same time just mentioned the video that sometimes we could just be like one tragic accident away from being poor because let's say my dad ended up in a car accident when I was in high school and he dies so therefore I could have been damn well poor so kind of like maybe I could be like one accident away from being poor uh so I'm thinking we're pretty comfortably middle class right now but yeah you can be like one tragedy away so I guess we can't really be mediocre I mean, and I, and I admit that, yeah, hard work. I mean, if I didn't work hard, I wouldn't probably want to be where I'm at right now. That's true. That's fair. I wouldn't either. But I mean, it's still like a nice thing to be able to think like, oh, I would like to literally just, even though like I know for myself, I don't want to be in a nine to five. Like I literally told myself, <laughs> And that's a, that was part of the conversation too. Like people are burned out, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially if you if you have those extra like, you know, um, two to three streams of income. But like, even at your job, if you're trying to like, you know, if you're cool with a nine to five job and you're trying to climb up that ladder and you're doing, putting in the extra work, I can tell you right now, I don't even feel like I'm putting in a lot of extra work in my job. And I like, and I don't go anywhere. I work from home right now, shit. <laughs> but I'd be getting off of work sometimes and I'd be like, I can't do anything. My brain doesn't work. Like I, so like I've been like creatively blocked for the last month. Like I haven't been able to write because I feel like I'm just so overwhelmed with what I'm doing right now at work and like what I have, like my responsibilities that like, I don't know how to relax. Like I told myself next weekend, I'm not going out on any dates. Don't call me for anything family wise. I'm staying inside of my house and painting or something like, damn it. Yeah, I do agree because I do feel like so burnt out because I was working full time as a contractor for Moderna. Mm-hmm. Fun time. I just do an expose on that. And then mm-hmm. also I'm studying right now. Mm-hmm. So then I'm thinking, wow, I'm unemployed. So I'm studying, trying to just pass the ASP exam. But then I just kind of lose like motivation. So I'm thinking, am I lazy? Am I bad? And of course, I saw this one psychology video thinking maybe it could be like burnout because if you're like motivated before and you're like, hi, you could just be burnt out. So I'm just thinking, damn, I've been studying for so much. I'm thinking it's really hard to just like relax and just do shit for fun because I'm thinking it's always grind, grind, grind because I'm thinking I'm expected to be like this high achiever and, you know, former gifted kid right here. So I'm thinking, wow, I just probably just need to relax and probably chill. I mean, I can still study, 
but I'm thinking probably just do something, just be like mediocre from time to time, or just do something just for fun and not for money. Because thinking, oh, I can monetize video games. I can monetize, like, I don't know, get into photography, start making money there. But I guess kind of like that mindset cult that's like pounded into me that you always have to be working hard. Exactly. And you, and you don't like, I mean, and then it's like the, it's like the, what is that phrase? The youth is wasted on the young. And I think a lot of the times that phrase is like, it's, it's society wise, right? Like, because again, like, like you said, we've been fed this idea of you have to work hard, you have to work hard when you're young and you can still do it so that when you're older, you can enjoy shit. But bitch, I make it arthritis. How am I going to go enjoy a vacation, uh, hiking through some tunnel, like some caves if my knee is acting up, damn it. Cause I waited and I worked my ass off and now I couldn't to retire till I was 50, 60 and go on vacations. How am I, how's that going to be good for me? You know what I'm saying? So it's like it, you, I feel like if you want to take vacations, girl, go take vacations. Like if you need a mental health day, I'm about to take one. Like I'm not even going to hold you on it. Like I'm about <laughs> to take a mental health day and I'll put that in my sick time. I'm going to be like mental health day. Okay. Don't ask me nothing about it. Okay. If you need, you need to take it and you, if you're working towards something, if like your dream job isn't, is for you to work towards something, then I feel like you need to keep that as part of your priority. Don't let like, you know, um, the idea of you being raised as being an overachiever, or, like a gifted kid, or you have to work or like society's yeah. like idea of what you have to do, keep you in a space that you don't want to be in. Like you keep in your mind that that's my goal. Like my goal is I want to end up there. Okay. Right. Hopefully when I'm young enough to be able to chase and chasing around rugrats, like I want to end up there very soon so that, you know, and that's my goal. And like, I know that like, I'm not gonna be able to get there and complete the things that I wanna complete with a nine to five job. But some right. people will. Some people don't want, you know, some people will be able to make that work. Not me, but that's because I know what I need, not me. That, that's what I know what I need and like what I can accomplish and what I aspire to. Um, so yeah, I think, um, I think that's pretty much it. That's all my questions. Do you have yeah. any last words? Yeah, I'm guessing it's probably gonna be long, but I'm thinking also in the later of the four hair, it's a long stream. I suggest people could probably go ahead and watch it. Okay. Um, she also mentioned like sometimes the downfalls of like the, I I don't dream of labor, like, okay. Like for example, you do do per, your creative pursuits. Like as we mentioned before that like the creative market's very oversaturated right now. Oh yes. <laughs> so it's like if you're an independent contractor, you probably don't get as much protections as you would as a typical 9 to 5. And also what you're going to do about insurance, like health insurance, it's hella expensive to pay out of pocket for shit. It is. So mm-hmm. if like you have like bad teeth and like bad health is expensive. So if you have like a toothache now, you don't see it down the line, you have to go to an emergency uh, health, and then that costs a lot more money if you go to an ER versus you just do preventative care. And also, you're not going to be young forever. I mean, yes, like they say, the youth is wasted on the young and wisdom's wasted on the old. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking you may not be able to like 
hike for fun or whatever or even let's say if you want to make money on youtube we don't know how long youtube will last that's maybe right five seven years or even like tiktok because to me it might go the same way as vine right like hey it's like how they say with how you get them is how you lose them <laughs> or something like that so it's just like yeah you have to i mean you have to you have to understand where you work best and if you like if you are here to build an empire you build your empire a business empire that's great but if your main objective for working you have to figure out what that is is it to get a house is it to have a family is it to be able to go on vacations is it to be able to afford the lifestyle that you want okay then you keep that in mind and don't let yourself get caught up in this capitalistic ass society. That yeah. and, and as much as we, I mean, as a millennial for the whole, I don't dream of labor, if you can make it somehow, I'm rooting for you. But then also at the same time, we have to wake up to reality of the society that we're living in. Because she, uh, for Harry also mentioned like, when she was buying an apartment, well, renting an apartment, she said, hey, I'm about to buy this apartment. I have all this money. I'm thinking, yeah, you don't have a job. But, you know, I have all this money and I do have steady employment. I'm my own business owner, but they won't accept it because, you know, a lot of apartments and I guess other institutions won't accept it unless you don't have like a schedule W-2. So it's like, I must suckle ass like J.K. Rowling, but she has hella money. Yeah, right. Like that girl is not worried about any of us. But I'm just saying, yeah, like there's a lot of there's caveats to everything. There's drawbacks to everything. You just have to remember that and you have to, you know, you go after what you want, but understand what you want, like understand what it is that you're asking for, you know? So that's it. Let's take a break because my ass is hot. <laughs> I'm hot, bro. Like, and I got crumbs all over my shirt. Y'all can't see me, but I was mad snacking over here. So um, we'll be back to do something fun in a second. <laughs> Oh, there it is. Are you recording now, Zoom? We're back. (laughs) Yes. And we're going to play MASH. MASH. I found a a MASH app.com. You play it online for free. Uh, So Belmars and I are both going to do it. And then we're going to see our fortune. So begin MASH short story. Is that what you get? Uh, Yeah, I see a short story and unlock all. I don't know what unlock all means. I'm going to do short story. Yeah, let's just do short story. Okay. Now, question one. Choose three colleges. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick the one that I actually went to. <laughs> UH. Um, what's my second college? I always wondered what Spelman would be like, so I'm going to pick Spelman College. Okay, UH. I'm going to do Yale. Okay, get a Yale. Uh, what's my third college that I want to go to? That seems like it would be fun. Um, hmm. Let's see. I do want to go to a university overseas. Oh, neat. So. I'm just going to say uh, a French foreign exchange program. <laughs> that actually sounds fun. Oh, I want to change one of my answers. Okay, I'm going to change. Okay, I'm going to do Oxford because that's the British one. I mean, there's also Kyoto University in Japan. I'm gonna do brown because I want it. Wait, is Spelman? Spelman is a is a black college though, right? Yeah, it's a HBCU. Only females won the top besides Howard. Besides Howard, okay. No, I'm gonna put put my first one. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it as UHCO, my alma mater. 
I'm a okay that's it right okay uh continue okay next question name three people you might marry i'm gonna make this outrageous um let me see i'm gonna put kim tae hung <laughs> my and he's my crush right now Rizium is rip my current partner we're serious uh rockley <laughs> Oh wait, now I feel like I have to put a Naruto crush. Oh no, I'm gonna pick Tuxedo Mask. <laughs> Let's yes. see. What's my third one? Um Jazzy. Okay. I'm not putting him. <laughs> <laughs> Why I don't like him. Um I'm Ooh, gonna- if he watches it, he's gonna hate me, but I don't know. Does he even like 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 listen to our podcast though? <laughs> That's probably not. Probably not. He did ask about it once, like at brunch, but I don't think he watched it. He did ask when we talk about him. So he probably once or twice. Yeah, no, he needs to stay out of it. Um, the third person. What's the third person I might want to marry? I picked two Asian men. I'm gonna pick a black man. Um, <laughs> um, hell, what black man do I like that I want to marry? Oh dang it. Who was the guy? Now I'm gonna put a black man down too. Uh let's see. Denzel Washington's son. He oh. was oh uh 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 oh fuck what's that man's name? <laughs> um why do I want to say it starts with an R? I might be wrong though. John, is it John? Oh no, John, that sounds right. Is it John Washington? Yeah, I think John something Washington. Yeah, just put John Washington. You know what you mean. Um damn it, who do I wanna who do I wanna marry? I can't think I can see. Them, oh no wait what is uh to not not to chow uh what is Mbaku's name what is his real name <laughs> damn it <laughs> all right google don't fail me now don't fail me now google let's see google Mbaku actor Winston Duke. Yes, Winston Duke. <laughs> I'm gonna put Winston. I'm gonna Duke. look up let's see Denzel Washington's son john david washington yes you were right good job bestie all right i'm gonna press continue okay choose three cities houston um seoul because i picked kim tae hung <laughs> and what other city do i want to live in i'm gonna um, put amsterdam who cute that's my second Let's see, because I'm thinking, actually, huh. and also Bridgetown Barbados, because why not? I like to be surrounded by my people, and the area is beautiful. I'm trying to think of like a third city that I wouldn't mind being in. Or would it be New York? Actually, no, Los Angeles. Well, actually, huh? Los Angeles could be my third one. Is that gonna be your third one? Yes. I'll pick Los Angeles just because I can't think of another one, and then we might get the same one. All right, continue. Choose three numbers. Two. Uh, I feel like this is kids. Four, <laughs> two, four, and three. <laughs> oh, good. I was about to put 200. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want 200 kids. I feel like this is for kids. I'm trying to help you out here, Billmore. I don't okay, know, though. So four, oh, one, say number of kids at the top. Oh, number of kids. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Four, one, and two okay and then we'll say continue 
choose three college majors creative writing because that's what I actually was in <laughs> biology is what I have uh can I say um it what uh, I'm like what is an actual uh, political science my next one um no journalism for me it's gonna be engineering Mm, I feel like I should pick um something that's not having to do with writing oh (laughs) the third one um oh what am I what what would I be interested in learning um I'm just gonna put psychology because I also did that and I like psychology (laughs) um okay six choose three occupations um a, a, a tv personality <laughs> actually i will probably do that i'm probably gonna do i guess i guess the technical term for bill nye the science guy and scientific communicator i mean if i get to blow shit up he's so, like that's all i can or mythbusters because i'm thinking that's also another pop science show indeed um tv personality author and then what's my third one that i want to be <laughs> i'm gonna put game designer Yep, that's the hell of it. I'm gonna put model because you could be one (laughs) (laughs) and continue. Now I have to draw a spiral. Okay, you ready, Belmars? Yes, I'm gonna put uh, space engineer because why the fuck not? Oh, for your last one? Yeah, okay. I'm gonna, this isn't a spiral, I'm gonna go all the way to the edge of the paper. Yes. Big. Reminds me of a cinnamon roll. <laughs> okay. Continue. Eleven. Okay, I got ten. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Oh, it's oh, it's gonna tell me. Oh God. Oh, four kids. Shit. Not you. Oh, is it crossing out? No, I won't live in a mansion. Oh no. <laughs> I won't live in a house. Okay, Damn I'm not gonna live in Houston. Oh, oh, sweet Oxford. Oh man, I didn't get Winston Duke. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna be a model. I'm gonna be a space engineer at least. I got tuxedo mask. <laughs> and so I, I went for psychology. I'm gonna have four kids. Okay, in a shack. God damn it. I have four kids. I'm an author. Okay, I'm marrying Rock Lee. Sorry, Rizium. Let me major in engineering. Okay. okay. Oh, no, I'll wait for you. Okay, I got it. Are you ready? Okay, you yeah. can go first. Okay, discover your future. You will graduate from Oxford. Ooh. Majoring in engineering. And after graduating, you'll marry, marry Rock Lee. You'll settle down and ask uh, Amsterdam live in a shack and spend your days as a space engineer you and rockley will have four kids one girl and three boys the end god damn right like why did i also get a shack okay discover your future all right you will graduate from spelman college majoring in psychology and after graduating you'll marry tuxedo mask why do we both get fictional men (laughs) (laughs) you'll settle down in houston which means i won't have to move Live in a shack, which I can picture because there are shacks in Houston, and spend your days as an author. <laughs> While tuxedo mask runs around throwing roses everywhere. 
you and tuxedo mask will have four kids zero girls and four boys which i cannot handle <laughs> the end okay because i have metal lee's or only son what right and then three whole girls oh wait no, wait, one girl and three boys. Never mind. Natalie and then his brother and one sister. I live in a shack. I I mean, I went to the best university in England, major in engineering. Saying. I'm a space engineer and I still live in a shack. It's How bull crap. is it that I went to Spelman College? I graduated <laughs> in psychology, but I'm an author. Oh, <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> And I also, I feel like Tuxedo Mask was very intelligent. How did we end up in this situation? <laughs> oh, let's go back to the main menu. Wait, I want to know what, what does unlock all mean? We're going to press that. To find oh, is way. that unlock all where we just do all the options on like one page? I don't know. We're going to have to see. Oh, no, it's a, oh, it's a thing. Oh, you have to like sign up and give your email and everything like a chump. Yeah, like a chump. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I can't believe we both ended up in a shack, Belmars. Yeah, <sighs> I went all the way to goddamn Amsterdam, but but I have a good, I guess I'm in Amsterdam. I'll have better maternal leave. Right, than me. And I'm all the way in Houston. I'm stuck over here in a shack with tuxedo mask. In a bed. <laughs> Bad power grid. <laughs> a bad power grid. That's right. As if it, and four whole boys. Oh my God. Listen, I love kids, but I don't want four more kids of the same gender. I'm sorry. Of <laughs> the same sex, I should say. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I already have a bunch of sisters. So I'm guessing karma's got to me thinking, bam, boy, but one girl. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Part of me wants to replay. We're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to replay once we get off, but that was our future. Look at it. A dream. I can't believe it. Uh, I didn't get any real men. I just got the fake one I threw in for fun. <laughs> I'm sick about it. I mean, I thought about probably putting down Dr. Ashy as my option, but oh, gross. no, God, no. Gross, Belmars. <laughs> You love yourself. Don't do that. I mean, we live in a shack. I'm thinking, oh, shit. Imagine if you had to live in a shack with Dr. Ashy. Ooh, that's terrible. Thinking both of us have, like, PhDs, and we can't do better than a shack. You can't do better than This must be the nicest shack. You know what? I'm going to interpret it as being that y'all are in a tiny house. <laughs> I mean, that is true. I mean, it could be, like, house poor but land rich right there you go you can build a whole bunch of shacks you can just punish your kids and tell them to go to their shack you go to your shack because you're bothering me and that doesn't say that we may live in amsterdam but we may have like vacation house around the world that's right and you just live in a shack you know occasionally i'm gonna think about that i'm gonna say that for me too even though it makes a lot more sense that as an author, I just live in a shack because I'm po. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated in psychology. You know what I'm saying? We're all right. Well, that was a good time. <laughs> uh, play the mash game online, y'all. Yeah, it's an old timey game from our childhood showing our age now because we're close to 30. But I'm not sure if kids still play mash. I'm not sure if they still play it either, but it's a good, good fun time uh well that's gonna be it for us children 
We're going to head off this platform. Uh, the moral of the story today is to follow your dreams. And if that's not labor, then go ahead and follow it anyway. Or be pessimistic, follow your dreams, but wake up and see reality. Balance both of them. Thank you so much for that devil's advocate, Belmar. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome, uh, Yelly. Um, so uh, wear your masks. The Delta variant is still out here. Um, get vaccinated because yeah. the Delta variant is still out here. Uh, they're evolving. <laughs> I heard there may be a Lambda variant. Indeed. Uh, if there's any like devil hornets, I mean, continuation from 2020, anything else you want to throw at us? And also be careful because I also heard there's some extremist talks, the same thing that led up to January 6th, maybe happened around September 2011, well, September 11th. So we're not sure. So keep your eye out for extremists. That's right. And report them because uh, they need it. Like, you know what? They cannot dream of labor when they get fired from their jobs uh <laughs> yeah so stay safe out there everybody um and yeah have a good week yes have a good week stay safe wear a mask get vaccinated wash your hands 20 seconds uh peace y'all Bye-bye. bye bye